Hello, you crazy, crazy word nerds. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today is December 24th. That is Christmas Eve. Uh, I believe it is also the second night of Hanukkah. I'm, I should probably keep up that uh, so I can keep track. And you can keep track. Although you're probably not using this dictionary to keep track of holidays. Uh, that would be, you know, not a great way to do that. I, I am still recording four episodes. I'm still, <clears throat> as you can hear, a little groggy, a little sniffly, uh, and it is the morning. So let's get through this quickly, people. Next, uh, no, first word for this episode is Ariga, capital A-U-R-I-G-A. This is a noun. Uh, doesn't give me a year. Interesting. Uh, it means a constellation between Perseus and Gemini. It is Latin, and it literally means charioteer. So, yeah. Next, we have Ari... What, what is this? Ari... Orin... Yan... Yanshin. Is that right? Orin Yanshin. Capital A-U-R-I-G-N-A-C-I-A-N. I think this is related somehow to the last word. This is an adjective from 1909 of or relating to an upper Paleolithic culture marked by finely made artifacts of stone and bone, paintings and engravings. It is a French word, if you couldn't tell that, Arignacian, from Arignac, oh, Arignac, France, that is a city or a town. Arinyashian. Arin... Yeah, it says it's a long A there. Um, okay. We are going to move on to Aurochs. A-U-R-O-C-H-S. This is a noun from 1766. An extinct, large, long-horned wild ox of Europe that is the ancestor of domestic cattle. And the uh, scientific name is Bos... Bos... Uh, primigenius. The first word is just B-O-S. Boss or bows or something like that. Sniffles. Uh, let's see, this is from uh, the old high German Uroso, which is from Uro, which means uh, arox, plus oso, which means ox. Uh, it is akin to the old English ur, U-R, which means arox, and there's more at the word ox. Uh, so the old animal was aurochs, and uh, eventually it turned into the ox and other cattle that we know of now, and they, I guess, took just the last part of the word ox. Next we have aurora. This is a noun from the 14th century. Uh, one, synonym is dawn. Number two is the capitalized version. The Roman goddess of dawn. And compared to the word Eos, E-O-S, which I'm guessing is the Roman god or goddess of dusk, maybe? Or maybe it's the god of dawn. I don't know. I should have some uh, Kleenex handy, but I don't. Um, All right. Next, uh, number three. A luminous phenomenon that consists of streamers or arches of light appearing in the upper atmosphere of a planet's magnetic polar regions and is caused by the emission of light from atoms excited by electrons accelerated along the planet's magnetic field lines. 
If you've listened to my past episodes, you heard me talk about astrophotography, and I mentioned how I uh, was lucky enough to shoot a time-lapse of Aurora Borealis in Iceland last year. That was just last year that I shot it, not that I talked about it. Um, it can be pluralized as auroras or aurorae. I think that depends on the context that you're talking about. The, this is Latin, and it says there's more at the word east, E-A-S-T, like east, west, north, south. Auroral is an adjective, and aurorian is also an adjective. Next, we have aurora australis. And I think, um, uh, well, I'm just going to read this to you. This is a noun from 1741, an aurora that occurs in Earth's southern hemisphere, called also southern lights. Uh, and it literally means southern dawn from Latin. Uh, so I think when I talked about the aurora borealis in that past episode, uh, I said I think there's a word for southern lights because aurora borealis is the northern lights, but I didn't know what it was or I couldn't remember what it was. But I will try to remember it is aurora australis, like Australia is in the southern hemisphere. And... Next, we have aurora borealis. It is a noun from 1717, an aurora that occurs in Earth's northern hemisphere called also northern lights, and it literally means northern dawn. Next, we have AUS with a capital A. This is an abbreviation for Austria or Austrian. Next, we have AUS again, but it is all caps. It is an abbreviation for Army of the United States. Next, we have Ausculate, A-U-S-C-U-L-T-A-T-E. It is a transitive verb from 1846. To examine by auscultation. Oh, wait, the word is auscultate, not auscultate, auscultate. To examine by auscultation, as in auscultate the patient's heart for a murmur. Auscultatory, auscultatory is an adjective. It is a back formation from auscultation, auscultation, yep, back formation. So they formated it backwards. Next, we have auscultation. It is a noun from 1821, the act of listening to sounds arising within organs as the lungs, as an aid to diagnosis and treatment. So would that be what they're doing when they put the uh, the metal circle? Oh my God! Why can I not think of what that is called? Um, that thing. They are. They're not just listening. They're auscultating, uh, or auscult. Yeah, they're auscultating because uh, they're listening with their ears. The etymology says this is from auscultation or auscultatio, which is the act of listening. From auscultare, which means to listen, and it is akin to the Latin word aris, which means ear, and there's more at the word ear. Uh, stethoscope, that's what it's called. Uh, my wife is a nurse, and I actually bought her one. Um, she's a non-clinical nurse, but I actually bought her one uh, either for her birthday or holiday or when she graduated nursing school. I can't remember. I bought her a decent, not great, a decent stethoscope. Uh which we have used just for like, well, is how is my heart doing? Is it okay? You know, we have that capability to check before we actually have to go to the hospital to make sure everything's okay. Next, we have Auslander. Auslander. 
It is a noun from 1936. Synonyms are outsider and foreigner. Now we have auspice. Auspice, yep. A-U-S-P-I-C-E. It is a noun from 1533. One, observation by an auger, especially of the flight and feeding of birds to discover omens. We had auger recently. I don't remember what uh, it was. It's the A-U-G-U-R... A-U-G-U-R. Yep. So let's just go remind ourselves real quick what that means. And there's a couple forms. Uh, It's stuff about omens. Diviner or diviner related to omens. Okay. That's auspice. Number two for auspice is plural. uh, Kindly patronage and guidance, as in doing research under the auspices of the local historical society. Uh, you've heard David uh, in the past be a guest reader. I think he was only on two episodes, but you'll hear him again. And he loved to use the word, loves to use the word auspice or uh, under the auspices. Uh, shout out to you, David, if you're listening, which you probably aren't. Uh, but I like to give him crap sometimes. And uh, he, he says that word a lot. Number three, a prophetic sign, especially a favorable sign. This is from Latin auspicium, which is from auspic or auspex, which is diviner of bir- by birds or diviner by birds. And that is from avis, which means bird, plus specere, which means to look or look at. And there's more at the words aviary and spy. Next, we have auspicious. This is an adjective from 1593. One, affording a favorable auspice. A synonym is propitious, as in made an auspicious beginning. Number two, attended by good auspices. That is such a weird word. I mean, it's in normal context, it sounds fine. But when you say it so many times, it sounds so weird. Uh, And and a synonym for number two is prosperous, uh, as in an auspicious year. And we have a final synonym for that is the word it is the word favorable. I feel like my mouth is not enunciating very clearly. Auspiciously is an adverb and auspiciousness is a noun. Now we have Aussie with a capital A, A-U-S-S-I-E. It is a noun from 1917 and it is usually British or Austral. Uh, it is a native or inhabitant of Australia. Next we have Austinite. It is a noun from 1901. A solid solution in iron of carbon and sometimes other solutes that occurs as a constituent of steel under certain conditions. Austenitic is an adjective. This is French from Sir W.C. Roberts Austin, who died in 1902, and he was, he was an English metallurgist. So why does it say it's French? Did, did his last name, Austin, uh, well, it's Roberts Austin, it's hyphenated, A-U-S-T-E-N. Did that come from the French side of his family? Uh, I am assuming so. And last word for this episode is austere. We are going to say it is an adjective from the 14th century. 1A, stern and cold in appearance or manner. 1B, Synonyms are somber and grave, as in 
an austere critic. Number two, morally strict. Synonym is ascetic, A-S-C-E-T-I-C. Three, marked, or no, markedly simple or unadorned, as in an austere office. Also as in an austere style of writing. Four, giving little or no scope for pleasure, as in austere diets. Number five is talking about wine, the wine you drink that has alcohol. And if you are a child, I hope you're not drinking wine. Although I will say in France and other mostly European countries, I think uh, they do allow their children to have a little bit of wine so they actually appreciate it and don't overindulge. And I think that's kind of the way to do it. Uh, Anyway, this definition says, having the flavor or acid of tannin predominant over fruit flavors, usually indicating a capacity for aging. Finally, a synonym is the word severe. And if you remember from um, a number of episodes ago, there was a, a definition or a synonym for some word. I can't remember what it was. And it said austere or severe. And I put in a clip of the They Might Be Giants song, um, James K. Polk, because they say, austere, severe, he held few people dear. Austerely is an adverb and austereness is a noun. And this is from uh, Middle English, from Anglo-French, from Latin, austerus, which is from the Greek austeros, which means harsh or severe. And it is akin to the Greek haus, H-A-U-O-S, which means dry, And there's more at the word seer, S-E-R-E. That is the end of the episode. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa is coming up in just a couple of days. So I think you do you say happy Kwanzaa Um, and and other holidays, uh, which we will talk about in the future. I am going to end this episode after I pick a word of the episode, uh, which this feel like it's getting harder to do this. Uh, we will pick Aurora as the word of the episode. It means dawn. It means uh, the the lights in the sky and other things, the Roman goddess of dawn. And uh, maybe we will have the dawn of a new age in our world as things hopefully get better and people become more kind and loving and compassionate. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.